This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 26 of the Healthy Critters Radio on the Horse Radio Network. Healthy Critters Radio is brought to you by Biostar US. Find them online at biostarus.com. On today's show, we're doing something a little different. We're going to have rapid-fire questions for Jennifer and Patty and myself. Then we're going to go to Tigapedia. Hedwig answers a very important question about picking the right human servant. And in critter nutrition, we're going to talk about connective tissue. In Coffee Clatch, it's time to talk about tips on raising puppies. Puppies! 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 So here we are, okay, here you go. episode 26 of Healthy Critters Radio, being recorded at the late, late hour, having consumed yes. adult beverages and or painkillers. I have not yet, I'm just telling you, and I've completely, I'm so ready for my pain meds. <laughs> Aww. So, yeah, so Patty first. has a mouthful of cotton. She sounds a little bit like, uh, yeah. like the godfather. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm just so, going to go, you could have been a contender, but that was a different movie. <laughs> so, so what, Same guy, what, though. <laughs> what did they have to do to your mouth? I had a molar. Um, it, it, this is just one of the, it's just such a uh, dingbat patty story. I had a molar that, uh, um, that it's broken um, several years back. It just didn't bother me, so I just didn't do anything about it, even though every time I went in, my dentist said, you know, we need to do that. We need to crown this. We need to do whatever. And I thought, you know, I just, I, it's fine. It's not bothering me. And I, and it still wasn't bothering me, but I realized that it was probably going to be a bigger problem. So I went back in and they, and I said, okay, let's just go ahead and crown it. And they're like, yep, you waited too long. So you have to pull it and now do an implant. And, um, it's, you know, just not that easiest procedure. The problem was, is that it was very hard to get the tooth out and they, the inside of my mouth is just so beaten up. And you know, when you hold your mouth open for that period of time. Oh, it, oh um, the jaw. Oh, it's just, and I mean, I hurt all the way up through my ear, um, but they couldn't get it out. So they were holding my head and like cranking back and forth. And ah! at one point I was like, what was that that just flew through my, through the air and landed on my leg? And they're like, yeah, that was part of your tooth. I'm like, okay. So it just was, you know, it's, and I don't do very great on drugs. Um, and, uh, you know, it always makes me feel sluggish and tired and whatever. So it's just been a little bit of a, um, a rough week. Oh, so yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I don't like going to the dentist. I, and so many people have all these horrifying dentist stories. They're like, Oh, like go and I get, what is it? The ni- nitrous? Is that it? No, nitric nitrous, oxide. It? It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, I'm just that like, sounds the voice of experience right there. Yeah, oh, you wouldn't does, get me in a dentist chair without nitric oxide. So funny. Well, I guess I should know that for next time, but you still have to wake up and have the pain. Or, You're are still you awake. Actually, Believe me, you, oh, are, you are awake. It, oh, yeah. Okay. It's just every time you feel something uncomfortable, you just take a big whiff of this. Ah. You know, they put the mask over you, and then you, you enter the intergalactic. <laughs> Nirvana for oh, a couple. I remember that. Oh yeah, it's awesome. It's, you know, it feels you know, okay. something, far away. something else that really, really helps after you've been uh, had a tough time with a dentist. What? A puppy. I love puppies. <laughs> they smell so good, and puppy. No, that's a good point. I think I, I think I may do that. I think I may have. I think I may go to the dentist and then get a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> Makes perfect sense. It is absolutely something that I would do. It is. It is totally something you would do. Absolutely. I have great compassion when, you know, the dentist comes to do the horses. You know, I go, oh, yeah. Oh, you don't even get nitric oxide. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, you hear that filing. Oh, I hate the drill. I hate the drill. 
Oh, oh the, the human drill. I'm talking about just the filing, the, the manual yeah. filing on their teeth. Oh. oh. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be a sensitive subject for me for a while. <laughs> yes, it is. Just saying. Yes, it is. Soft yeah. foods. Yes. Soft foods. So I tell you um, what, why yeah. don't we do this? We will stop talking about Dennis, and I will, uh, I will break out my rapid-fire list of questions, and we'll just have a little fun. How's that? Perfect. I think that's a perfect idea. So, so Tigger, Tigger had a bad week. Tigger was no, un- no. Tigger had well, yes, I did have you had an a early week. part of the week. Early part of the week was tough for Tigger. Yeah. Tigger, yeah. Tigger was a little bit stressed out. She had to take some yeah. ulcer medication, um, a little ashwagandha <laughs> in her hot cocoa, holy basil. Yep, some holy basil. She, she has it stuffed into holy her pillow cow. at night. So, in lieu of a guest interview today. And and yeah. Patty yeah. and Pat Patty's having a tough day too. She's having some pain meds, so she's happy. Yeah. So uh, we're gonna have yeah. we're gonna have well. rapid fire questions today to keep it light and fluffy. Yep. I think that's good. And ha- I have I have fifteen okay. rapid fire questions here, and what I have done is I have put put these questions into a little bowl, and I folded them into little bits. And Patty gets to go first since she has the post- most pain meds. And I'm going to pull it no, up. I'm on the down low. You don't understand. I'm supposed to get it in like 15 minutes. So I'm just saying things could turn real quick. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to pick a number out and whatever number question I okay. pick out, you're going to ask that question of Tigger. Okay. Okay. Got it. And you get to ask yep. question number five. Okay. What other profession would you like to try besides horses? Um, I, I would love to be a, um, a sculptor or a, a animator for, uh, Walt Disney or Pixar. <gasps> Ooh, that's a <laughs> good really? one. Oh, that's good. good one. All right. Mine Tigger. So boring. Tigger, you're up. Don't ask me guys. Okay. No, okay. Tigger, you're, you're going to ask of Patty question number nine. Who is your favorite historical equestrian figure, real or fictitious? Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to say Reiner Klumka, who was very real. Yes, he was. Yes, he's yeah. A- I, I just I've always admired him because obviously he was just amazing, um, an amazing, amazing rider. But he also was able to do what he did and still um, have another profession. And I mean, he's just yeah. always been held in the highest regard. Awesome. So that's who that's that's who I always think of. All righty, now who's going to ask Jennifer her question? Patty, I, uh, you Tiggy, Tiggy, me. Okay, Patty's going to ask. I think just rotate. Okay, you're going to okay. ask. You're going to ask me number twelve. Kindle or book? Oh, book. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah. yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah, totally. All righty, now hey. I get to ask uh, Tigger. Number eight. What is? Oh, I can't ask you that. We're going to throw that one away because that's what we're going to do on Holiday Radiothon. Okay, I'm going to pick a new one. <laughs> Number fourteen. Can you mount and dismount from the offside? And do you care? I used to be <laughs> able to mount from the offside when I was a kid, um, <laughs> and I don't care. There we go. Ding 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 ding. There you go. At, there you go. At what age? Because I grew up kind of like you did, and you know everything had to be perfect and correct and all that nonsense. At what point in your life do you say to yourself, "Go, I don't give a flying." Yeah. You know, it, 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 the first time it was practical because the pony was on one side of the fence, and so I had to mount it from that direction because the pony had no bridle, no saddle. It was just a pony just in the field, the and I wanted to ride. <laughs> Right. So I climbed on the fence and from the offside. <laughs> no big deal. That's so funny. No big deal. I know so many of my clients, um, they'll they'll get on and off on both sides, which I think is very impressive. Mainly because it's just so hard to coordinate, you know. I mean it's so good yeah. for your brain to do things like, you know, my father used to say you should never put your jacket on the same way every day. You should always really test your brain, put it on a different way. And whenever I remember to do it, (laughs) I do it. (laughs) It's supposed to help us from getting old. And you know how, you know how you can, um, you can help facilitate that, that 
habit Ow. is if you Ow. keep if you keep rotating around your body which bones and joints you break, you have to keep reinventing uh-huh. ways to get dressed. See, there you go. There we go. That's oh, how I did that's it. A good point. There you go. Like <laughs> something new. I'm sure, I like that idea, but okay, okay. <laughs> All righty. Who's who wants to ask the next question? Me, 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 me. me. Okay, uh, Tigger, you are going to ask someone. Who's it going to be? It's going to be Patty. And you're going to ask Patty question number two. What is your biggest equestrian pet peeve? Oh, this is this, this drives me crazy. When people don't make their horses walk up with them, when they drag them along and don't make them walk up oh, with them up to their shoulder. I mean, I see it all the time um, with my clients and I yell at them all the time, make the horse walk with you. If you want them to respect you, you have to make them walk with you. If you're dragging them, that is to me the most, uh, it's such an easy thing to fix, but it drives me when the horses are, they're pulling the horse to the ring or whatever. It just, that's my probably one, one of, I have many, but that's probably one of my, I, we can tell. That's my goodness. Thing. Yeah. Shoot. Should we get you know. a paper bag? You can bag? ask anybody. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm okay. okay. No one did it today. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Patty, who would you like to ask your yeah. question to? I would like to ask Tigger. Tigger? Um, mm-hmm. you are going to ask uh, question number, or Patty, you're going to ask Tigger question number four. Number four, what is your favorite celebrity word or phrase? I think, I think that's, that's celebratory. celebratory. <laughs> oh, celebratory. Sorry. I was looking down. Celebratory. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I, I, yeah. That's your, what's one of your favorites. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. All right, my turn. What's um, yours, Jen? My, what's, what's my your favorite? favorite celebratory term? Woohoo! Yeah, cele- celebrity word. <laughs> yeah, my, cele- my, my celebrity word. My favorite okay. celebrity is woohoo! Okay, I am going yeah. to ask. Um, who did I ask my last question of? I asked Tigger last time, didn't I? Yeah. yeah. So next time I'm going to ask Patty. I'm going to ask okay. you what is your favorite smell? Oh, uh, gardenias. <gasps> Really? Yeah. I love gardenias. I had gardenias, I in, my, gardenias. in my wedding bouquet. Oh, wow. Oh, I love gardenias. Yeah, they, um, Coco Chanel used to make a one, uh, a perfume called gardenia, and I would just spray it just to make me happy. I just, I don't know, there's something that just absolutely gets me with that. I love that smell. Gardenias are pretty special. I agree. Mm-hmm. What's yours, Yeah, Jen? Um, my favorite smell, um, it's, it's a toss up between, um, a mouthful of fresh hay and Mm. believe it or not, a beautifully compacted straw muck heap. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's odd. There's a, it has a, there's a very unique, there's very unique odor. Yes. It's earthy. And I love the smell of a dairy cow. Dairy cows smell wonderful. Oh, and the smell of a horse. Oh, well, the smell of a horse. horse, Yeah, or a puppy, or a puppy, or puppy, puppy breath, (gasps) puppy breath. Oh, puppy breath. Oh, puppy breath. More on that later, folks. Okay, (laughs) keep that in mind. All right, went really, really circled the drain on that one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, all right. uh, Let me see who's next. Um, Um, I think I think it's uh, I think it's Tigger's turn. Okay. okay. Who are you who are you going to ask your question of? I am going to ask this of Patty P. Patty P, you're going to okay. ask her question number 3. Toes up or heels down? Mac or PC? So heels do down and Mac. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> and and what kind of computer do, oh, computer oh, was wait, it that you oh, couldn't wait, get no, to I work like today? To- <laughs> oh, don't even get me started. Exactly. I'm looking at my Mac it was the Mac. Yeah. She's not on a Mac. <laughs> no, I'm not, but I'm on a uh, an Apple phone. Does that count? Kind of? It does. Yeah. At least a sorta. little bit. Kind of, sort of. Okay. Um, I think it's my turn, isn't it? Yep. I think so. I'm going to ask Patty um, yes. if if you could be a fictional superhero, who would it be? Oh, 
fictional superhero. Um, I, um, first thing I think of is, is Wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of an um, obvious answer. Yes. Wait, yeah. Well, just because, you know, she was Wonder Woman, she could, she could do anything. I mean, oh my gosh, like being able to fly or, or go really fast or get someone. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine if you could go that fast, how much you get done in one day? Uh, I'm going to say Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. There we go. You know who I'm saying? Who? Snoopy. <laughs> Snoopy. That's not that. That's yes, not he a, is. a superhero. That's what that dog can do. Fight the Red Baron. Good point. That's true. Boss all those kids Good around. <laughs> Boss the kids That's around. True. <laughs> That's true. Either oh, that excellent Peabody. point. Pardon me? Mr. Peabody. Oh, Mr. Peabody. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sherman and Mr. Peabody. Sherman, Mr. Peabody. What an awesome yeah. doll that was. Yeah. We should oh, do yeah. that. Write that down, Tigger, for a future show. On um, Mr. Peabody? Superhero dogs. Yeah. Real or imagined. Real or imagined. <laughs> yeah. Because every, do- every dog is a superhero answer- in his own mind. How would you mm. answer that question, Jennifer? Oh, if I could be one, if I could be a superhero, who would I be? Hmm. I want to be the $6 million woman. Because <laughs> I could oh. be super strong and smart and wealthy. Yeah. I think they used a million dollars to get her there. I don't think she had a million dollars. Oh, I was wrong then. <laughs> yeah. She probably was just broke like every other girl out there. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Or or Beatrice Arthur. One of the two. Who? Beatrice Arthur. Who? Maud. Oh, love oh, her. I love she wasn't a superhero. Sure she was. I named, I named it. <laughs> she had superpowers. I, I, I named a horse Maud. There you go. Maudine. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All righty. Who's, who's next? I think it's my question. My turn to ask. Okay. It's Patty's turn. And who are you going to ask? I'm going to ask you, Jen. Okay. Oh, geez. Okay, but I, wanna, I, I know which one I want to ask. Well, you get question okay. number seven. One of ten. Okay. Well, okay. Well, this is good. What is the most terrifying thing you've ever done or would like to do again? Or, or would you like to do it again? And would you like to do it again? <sighs> most terrifying thing I've ever done was go caving with Glenn and no, I'm never going to do it again. <laughs> okay. What's caving? Oh, when you go into Spelunking, the cave. going in a cave. Spelunking. Oh. That's yeah. horrible. Yeah, it was. It was really. It was really, really embarrassing because I got four steps into the cave, and I took off running, and I knocked down four people on my way back out. Oh boy! So you really didn't go caving? I didn't, and then they had to give me oxygen when I got out and take me back in a bus. Oh! Oh, you were that person. I was that person, (laughs) and it's not. Unfortunately, it's not the only time I've been that person in my life, but (laughs) no, I wouldn't do it again. And this is a really, really fun question. How about you, Patty? What was the most terrifying thing you've ever done? And would you do it again? Um, The answer is yes, I would do it again. I obviously did. It was having kids. (gasps) Oh, look at you being all ethereal. How about you? Up. I know. And grown well, up. How about you, well, but, it, but like when I saw this, I was like, that was the first thing I thought of. And I, you know, and I was like, I need to answer this correctly in case they listen. <laughs> is that obviously I would do it again. And, um, but yeah, most terrifying thing. You, you, you know, at some point you just sort of go numb and you just look back and you're like, okay, that was all right. That part wasn't so good. I could have done better there, but. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Tigger? <laughs> it's a tie. Okay. Um, Getting married, really? which I would not mm. do again, and doing the, the ride Space Mountain at Disney World, which I would never do again. <laughs> really? You're not a roller coaster gal, huh? No. No, no, no. No, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, Interesting. Love it, love it, love it. Getting I married. Far getting with Silverman the very first time. Getting loved married. It. You, so you, so you um, kind of take getting so married and getting on a roller coaster. Married. They are kind of oh, the same. <laughs> no, being yeah. married is not yeah. married. Both of them are like falling off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> Tower of Terror. <laughs> yeah. 
Absolutely. And I should have listened to my intuition on both. Yeah, on both occasions. There you go. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, my gosh. All right. We've got two questions left. Uh, Tigger, I think it's your turn. Okay. And you are going to get question. Oh, I have to say, who are you going to ask first? I'm going to ask you. Oh, geez. I'm going to ask question 11. Oh, I love this question. I don't. If, if you were invisible for one day, you would. Wow. I never even thought about this one. If I was invisible for one day, hmm. I would. And this has nothing to do with the election, but this is something I always thought would be really fun is to follow the president around and just watch and listen what he does all day. Any president. Oh, that's so funny. Just, that's so funny. Yeah. Because it's such a, you that's know. Because cool. you, only, you only see the outside. You never get to see what really goes on. Yeah. And you, you never true. will because yeah. that's what it's, you know, that's, that's the way the system works. Yeah. That's, I think yeah. that would be fascinating. That's so funny. I would want to follow my kids around. I would want to follow my kids around. So many kids. So there you know. Yeah. <laughs> and just, yeah. That's, yeah. That so, or Peter. Ah, uh, you'd either follow, follow your husband around or your kids. Yeah. Yeah. Kids first. What would you t- do, Tiggs? <sighs> this is so corny. But... <laughs> I would float around and um, give people money invisibly. You know, just people who are upset or Aww. train for a money oh, tree. That's so sweet. And I would just have it show up. Yeah, I don't think that's corny. I, I think that just if, gets me excited. <laughs> when I'm invisible, I want to follow Tigger around when she's doing that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, first off, guys, if we can figure out how to become invisible, we won't need money because I have a feeling <laughs> you would have it. It's true. See how it, it's just also full circle. <laughs> All right. Last question. Who, who gets it? Um, I, I, I want to ask. I want to ask you. Why then, me? Golly. I love putting her on the spot, don't you, Tigger? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, what's the last question? Which one was it? The last question. Well, I actually took a couple of them out, so it would be surprising. Okay. <laughs> the, okay. the last one is number six. Number six. Okay. What would you not want not to like to do? Did I say that right? What no. would you not want to not like What to would do? you not Two want double negatives. to not Oh, I, yeah. what that thing's supposed to say, this is a typo. What would you not like to do for a living? It's supposed to be the opposite of number five. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, typo. Yeah. Um, gosh, uh, what would I not like to do? Um, I would not like to... Have, I wouldn't, I, I don't know. There's so many things I do like to do. It's hard to come up with something I would not like to do. I would not like to um, work on machines or mechanics of any kind for a living. <laughs> okay. I'm with you there. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Tigger? Because I just thought of one that's horrifying to me. <laughs> I would not like to work at a landfill. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, my gosh, Tigger, wait till you hear what I was just thinking. I would not like to be a garbage uh, pickup guy in Houston in 100-degree weather. That is so funny that you said that, Tigger. Do you, I personally think that garbage men should be the highest paid persons oh, yeah. in, in the United States. Do you think? Do you agree? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Especially Second in Houston in the middle of summer. Yeah. Well, you know, they have similar jobs. Cleaning crap up. Yes, they do. Sorting exactly. crap out. Yep. 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 Moving it around. Moving it yep. around. There we go. So those well, are, that was fun. Right. That, that, that was a lot of fun. So now we've learned a little bit about each other. And uh, we're going to move yeah. on to... Uh, I to guess Hedwig. To Hedwig. We've got to give Hedwig a ring. So let's do that. Okay. Hello. Hedy. Hi, Hedwig. Hello, Tigger. Hello, Patty. 
we have Jennifer today? You do. Of course. Hello, Jennifer. Hello, Hedwig. It's so nice to hear from you. Thank you. It's always nice to talk to all of you. <laughs> well, Hedwig, we're going to be talking about puppies on the show today. Puppies! 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 It just makes everybody smile, puppies. So we have an important question for you. When a puppy is old enough to get his very first human servant, um, would you have some advice on what puppies should be looking for? What attributes should they be looking for in their human? Oh, my goodness. This is a loaded question. Let me tell you. And there is so much that a young dog must consider when choosing a potential servant. So here is what I would advise any young dog, but particularly a small dog such as myself, because small dogs have different needs. Yes, we do. So here's the first thing. You must have an attentive human someone who puts your needs first, not second. So if when you are interviewing potential humans, they have the look of someone who might say, I am going to eat dinner first before <laughs> you, you can just pass right on over that one. Right on over that. Because you want someone who will feed you first and then also second, because seconds are important. Another thing to consider is that if you are a small dog, you need someone who will shut up and pick you right up, right up whenever you want to be elevated because there's a threat in the area. You should not be left on your own paws if there is, for example, an alligator. Thirdly, if I may say so, you must avoid people who might leave you in a car with a bowl of water and cookies and your sister while they are at a horse show with the windows <laughs> open under a tree. That is not acceptable. You should not have to go to horse show at all, really, ever, unless you want to, which is really your choice. I think if you've gone to one, really, you've been to them all. <laughs> uh, and a final thing, very important. If, when approaching a human servant, that person does not immediately pop to his or her knees and say, Oh, little dog, are you the cutest little dog in the world? Yes, you are, and produce a piece of bacon or cheese or egg or something nice, then it is time to find a new one, because that one is crap. <laughs> These are all excellent attributes, and I, I only hope, I only hope to live up the, to those expectations in some small percentage of a way for my dog, Glory. And we so appreciate your input, Hedwig, uh, helping us out with what puppies should look for in their first human servant. Well, bring cheese. I mean, that's just a good way to start out. <laughs> well, Thanks, thank Hedy. You, Hedwig. Take care, Hetty. So we're at the Tigapedia part of our show where we get to ask Tigger a good question. Um, and I thought with the temperature starting to drop, it would be Wise to ask, what are some good tips for preparing horses for sudden drops in temperature? Because that happens everywhere. Um, the most important for me is hydration. Right. And so many, um, the gassy colics and things are because in a, t a drop in temperature, the horse isn't drinking as much. So um, what I do is I keep their, their feed the same. Um, I may add a yeast probiotic because that works in the hindgut. It's warming. It's, it increases circulation. Um, but then I add an extra bucket of really well-soaked, sloppy hay cubes. And, huh. you know, Timothy alfalfa. Because the dry hay... Um, if, and they're not drinking, can, you know, cause an impaction. So mm -hmm. that's why I give them a really big, generous 
bucket of soaked alfalfa cubes or soaked Timothy cube uh, or a combination of both. And right. most horses love that. They love it. I try yeah. not to change their feed feed too much other than adding a probiotic mm-hmm. because I, again, you know, uh, um, some, some people I know like to add bran. I'm not a big bran fan. Right. So yeah. you just, I don't want to add, um, especially a wheat product. So that's why I could go with a big bucket of soaked hay cubes. Cool. I think that's a, that's a good, a good, a good thing. And I know that, um, another thing that both you and I do is I always keep Himalayan salt blocks in. Oh, it's, in fact, I, I, I give salt every day of the year in addition yeah. to the Himalayan and, salt. Oh, cool. And, but what kind of salt? Um, I, I use Celtic sea salt. Okay. It's a, it's a gray salt. Um, you can buy it in bulk. It's uh, from Normandy uh, or, or other parts of France. And it's really cool because the way they harvest it is they literally just let the ocean come into these tidal pools and then they rake it up and let it dry. And that's it. Cool. No bleaching, no processing. Oh. And yeah. in sea salt, you get all the trace minerals and you get right. the electrolytes and you get important macro minerals like magnesium and in regular salt all that's taken out all all you have is you know sodium and chloride and 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 that's it so that's right. why i really love celtic sea salt yeah and it's and and that's always such and you can just add it right into their food yeah yeah well that's cool that i think is good tips for all listeners if they are experiencing weather getting cold. And sometimes, especially here in Houston, it gets cold pretty rapidly and, um, and then it can get warm again. But this way, um, all of these tips ensure that our horses are continuing to be hydrated and continue to drink with no problems. And, you know, one thing that I have just recently discovered myself is, um, you know, I've been using the horse hydrator and right. these horses are really drinking more with that filter. So I would say that, you know, if you have a sun drop in temperature and you've got the horse hydrator, make sure that the water in their stalls, in their feed, in the soaked hay cubes is a really good filtered water because they will drink more, even if they're good drinkers. Yeah. Well, that's good to know. Cool. And where can they get the horse hydrator? Oh, they can get it from Biostar. Oh, my <laughs> Fancy gosh, that. that. Fancy that. <laughs> Well, cool. That's all good information. And we're in our Critter Nutrition Corner. Today, we're going to talk about support for connective tissues. The connective tissues are tendons and ligaments. Tendons attach skeletal muscles to bone. The basic function of a tendon is to transmit the muscle's force to the bone to produce movement. Ligaments are tough bands of soft tissue that connect two bones or cartilage together. Tendons are comprised of collagen. Tenocytes are specialized tendon cells that are responsible for synthesizing elastin and the proteoglycans. Collagen fibers in tendons make the tendons extremely strong, but not very elastic. Ligaments also have a high proportion of collagen fibers, but fewer collagen fibers than tendons. Ligaments are therefore more elastic than tendons. Both tendons and ligaments have little in the way of blood supply, so they lack the sources of oxygen and nutrients nutrients that can speed healing. According to Hillary Clayton, BVMS PhD at Michigan State University's College of Veterinary Medicine, The ideal approach for musculoskeletal wellness includes different gates and speeds performed on a variety of surfaces and terrains to provide limbs with a diverse loading pattern. She recommends, and I quote, avoid doing the same type of exercise in the same arena day after day because this type of repetitive training may lead to an overuse injury such as a bowed tendon or pulled suspensory, end quote. Now, there are specific foods that support connective tissue. 
chia seeds, which are high in the amino acid proline, which is the major constituent of collagen. Chia is also a good food source of lysine, which is essential for the production of hydroxylysine, another significant form of collagen. Oranges supply vitamin C and bioflavonoids, which are essential in the synthesis of collagen. Bovine colostrum provides over 70 different growth factors for cellular support and repair. Smectite clay and bentonite clay provide silica, which is an important cofactor in the synthesis of collagen and elastin fibers. Kale provides sulfur, another important cofactor for the synthesis of collagen and elastin. Lentils provide the amino acid methionine, essential for nucleic acid and collagen production. Circulation, the critical component to healing. Circulation is a critical component to healing because of the limited blood supply to tendons and ligaments. Increasing circulation is a valuable therapy. One of the most widely used modalities is shockwave. Shockwave is a pressure wave that can penetrate tissue. It is an application of acoustic waves of higher intensity than ultrasound waves. Research has shown the efficacy of shockwave therapy for connective tissue injuries by increasing circulation and through stimulating the fibroblasts, the cells necessary in repairing tendons and ligaments. Cold laser therapy is another modality that can increase circulation. There are cold wave lasers and cold pulse lasers. Cold wave lasers emit a single uninterrupted light beam. This laser is sometimes referred to as an acupuncture laser and is often used in place of needles. Cold pulse lasers are for deeper tissue penetration. This type of therapy involves the laser emitting red and infrared light at high energy output levels for short bursts of time. Cold laser therapy Cold pulse lasers improve microcirculation and due to the blood flow, more oxygen and nutrients are delivered to the tissues. Electromagnetic therapy is a modality that combines the flow of electrical current with magnets or a coil of wire. This is not the same as static magnet fields, what we commonly find in blankets and wraps with magnets in them. Electromagnetic therapy has a higher magnetic field that may be able to penetrate deeper into soft tissue and bone. Static magnet fields also increase circulation, but over longer periods of time. Ceramic fiber therapy, which is a fabric, is another form of circulation support. The ceramic fabric can reflect body heat as an infrared wave, maintaining blood circulation. Vibration therapy is growing in popularity. Vibration therapy refers to the use of vibration plates. This therapy improves circulation and increases oxygen uptake. It also helps to maintain bone density. Theraplate, Vitaflor, and Equivibe are the most prominent companies in vibration therapy. Foods for circulation. Combining healing modalities with specific foods can accelerate healing and reduce layup time. Nitric oxide is the master circulatory molecule, the big kahuna of circulation. The amino acid arginine is a substrate for nitric oxide production. Foods high in arginine include pumpkin seeds, sesame seeds, oranges, brewer's yeast, nutritional yeast, and amla, also known as Indian gooseberry. By stimulating nitric oxide production, the body can deliver more nutrients and oxygen to tissues. Ginger is a food that is a vasodilator, increasing the flow of blood to tissues that need it the most. The combination of ginger extract and foods high in arginine is the formula for Biostar's furnace. Furnace was the first formula I developed to help my horse Lionheart recover from inflammation of the bursa. It is the formula that was the wake-up call to me that food works. It is the formula that started Biostar. Supportive foods, passive circulation support, such as magnets and ceramic fibers, exercising the horse on different surfaces, are important factors in maintaining healthy connective tissues. 
If your horse does injure a tendon or ligament, different modalities like shockwave, lasers, electromagnetic, and vibration are important to the healing process, as are the specific foods that support, repair, and increase circulation, Biostar's Ligatend and Biostar's Furnace. Real horses and real dogs are healthier, perform better, and recover more quickly on real food. That's why Biostar empowers horse and canine owners with 100% whole food nutrition, supplements, and feeding programs. Biostar products are made at their own certified non-GMO facility in Gordonsville, Virginia, using real fruit ingredients that are raw, freeze-dried, or dehydrated, never cooked, and are free from artificial flavors, colors, soy, corn, wheat, and molasses. The Biostar product line includes a wide range of whole food, horse and dog supplements, treats, and unique artisan poultices that embrace the ancient and traditional uses of clay and plants. Visit BiostarUS.com today and learn about whole foods and canine and equine nutrition so you can make the best decisions about the care and health of your horses and dogs. That's BiostarUS.com. Whole food nutrition the way nature intended. coffee clutch tips on raising puppies and the reason this has has come up or is a topic is because um my very good friend and co-host patty perucci has drum roll please a new puppy i do and he's got puppy breath i did i did oh my gosh he's got puppy breath Okay, Jennifer, ask her what breed it is. What breed of puppy did you get, Patty P? I got an Australian Shepherd. Of course (laughs) you did. Of course you did. Oh my gosh. She's come to the dark side of the force. (laughs) I know. Well, I've always been a real big cattle dog fan. And of course, Tigger um, has one or two. Uh, very adorable Australian Shepherds. And then my daughter has one and I have, I mean, I've been flirting with it for a a while and really wanted to get into agility again and whatever. So, um, yeah. So I have, I have puppy breath. I have puppy breath and puppy pants, little puppy Australian Aussie pants. They're just so cute. They're little fat legs. Oh, puppies are awesome. (laughs) Puppies are awesome. So, so what kind of tips do um, we all have for, since we all have experience raising puppies, um, <laughs> um, yeah. what kind of tips can we share about raising them? My number one thing that I have learned through the years is that never, ever trust that they've actually gone to the bathroom enough. <laughs> and just, you know, after any activity, after drinking water. I mean, I just am constantly taking them outside. And then I, you know, I always say, go potty, go potty, go potty. And they do eventually, you know, figure it out. But, you know, they, puppies really have to potty a lot. And I think that we forget, but that's my biggest thing is always, you know, as soon as they drink some water or if they have any activity or if they eat, bring them outside and, you know, use the term go potty or whatever you want to say. One of my big things is never punish a puppy for making a mistake in the house. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's so uh, old yeah. school and, and it, just it, counterproductive. It, yeah. it totally. And yeah. they don't need to do it. And you don't want to make them fearful. And um, I, I really make it a non-issue. Oh, well, it happened. Let's go outside. Yeah. And, yeah, and really, honestly, if it happens, it's the person's fault they're for not watching. You know what I mean? It's, exactly. you know, you've got to watch and if they start to go, and that's what I'm saying, you know, it's, it's, it's got to stay on top of you. You really got to be up for the, for the amount of effort it takes. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Jennifer, what uh, kind of socialize your puppy. Yeah. Mm, that's a good one. It's so frustrating. Yeah. Cause you know, you get the new puppy, it's so exciting and then life gets in the way. Yeah. Right. You know? And then it, before you know it, the puppy's 18 months old and has not interacted with anyone except you and your aunt Sarah and has not seen another four-legged animal in six months. And yeah, yeah you really have to put, build that into your life for the first year. Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's a very good point. And, you know, and taking on and getting a puppy is no small feat. I mean, it seems like it's all fun and wonderful, but, you know, obviously, you know, depending on if you go, um, you know, to, um, rescue or whatever, if you're getting one that's young, um, or if you go to a breeder, you know, you're going to get it hopefully around, um, uh, the, the minimum should be eight weeks. And honestly, it should normally be around anywhere from 10, 10 to, to 11 12. or 12 weeks yeah. because they can get their second series of shots at that point. But, you know, it's just realizing there is initially the more time you put in now, the better dog you have later. And, um, you know, like you said, getting them out and socializing them and, but also being careful to not overdo it. Cause like I, in my business, because I'm always, going, I mean, I bring the new puppy, his name is Burke and I bring him everywhere I go, but I have to be careful because if there's a lot of other dogs, you know, he's not been exposed. He hasn't been here that long. He's only, you know, he's only 11 weeks old. Um, so you have to to be mindful of that kind of stuff too. But, um, but he, it's so funny because he'll, he sees people and his, his little butt just starts wagging. (laughs) This is the cutest thing in the world. I do clicker training with all my puppies. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. And um, I think it's not only fun to do, but especially with really smart dogs like Australian Mm -hmm. Shepherds and any of the herding group. And I would say the working group as well. um, They, as soon as you can activate their mind, even for a nanosecond, they really connect to that. And clicker training is so fun because they catch on right away. Ah, means a treat. And then they right. start, it, it, and it, it's a great way to interact without overloading them because especially a puppy that, you know, the age of Burke, you know, you can't, yeah. you don't want to be trying to teach him to do too much at that age. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Except be really can't mentally handle it. Um, right. They're smart enough to handle it, but you know, they, they need to still be puppies. Yeah. And I think the clicker training really enforces puppyhood and some basic understanding of manners like sit and come and mm-hmm. um and I learn I teach uh leave it that's with the Australian shepherd leave it is your best friend that is such an important <laughs> yeah. yeah that's the command I use daily yeah yes, yeah, I yeah. Use that every single but you're talking day. to Glenn <laughs> <laughs> Ah. <laughs> oh my the goodness. biggest puppy that's, of them all. The biggest puppy. That's because I can't yeah. keep a leash on him when he's in the house. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jen, do you have any other tips? Oh gosh, I just they, they go on and on. Um, this this one relates to what you just said, Tigger. Unless you have successful experience training dogs slash puppies take classes either in a class Mm -hmm. situation or as a one-on-one it's it's such an important investment don't go to pet smart (laughs) yeah and why do you say that tigger i have seen dogs coming out of pet smart training um that were just so um so poorly instructed by the so-called trainer. There are, oh, well, okay. and there are so many training options available now. But actual, get actual instruction. Don't if you've never trained a dog before, go out and get some one-on-one, if nothing else, because yeah, what you think you're doing right, you're probably not right. And and right, yeah, exactly. When you're training, lots of positive reinforcement. Yeah, and when you're yeah. training, and- when you're training a horse, um. As long as you are not punishing the animal, if you're just, you know, you're putting the left leg on at the wrong time and, and, okay, fine. But if you're training your dog wrong, all that sticks, he trains you and you end up with a dog with poor manners, no training. And then um, two and a half years later, you have a dog in the dog pound. Yeah. Yeah. So. Right. Exactly. You know, that's one thing I will say about, uh, I'm going to make a vast generalization, but I find that dogs that are are living their lives with horse people tend to be better mannered um, and don't tend to be running the show as with many people who aren't horse people. 
Do you think that's because they get so much more exercise because the people drag them around everywhere they go? I, I think it's just the innate relationship between between those of us who live with the big animals like horses as well as dogs. And we transfer that, uh, our way of relating and um, training to to both species. But, you know, so many times I've seen people that, you know, a family and they, they've got their golden retriever puppy and you watch it, you know, a couple months later and it's just a total terror and yeah, they can't yeah. do anything with it, and it jumps up, and it's very well, you know, it has no manners. And they resort to yanking and pulling and all these things that um, just reinforce the dog is going to be in control. Mm-hmm. Right. Or they go to those really horrible collars that have points in them and the choke chains and... Ugh. There, there's no reason why a dog, if, if it's 150 pounds or if it's 20, can't, you know, walk like a respectable citizen, yeah. either on a leash or by your side. Yeah. And but I uh, think this yeah. comes back to the original point, which is you have to, you've got to take the time. Don't get it because it's cute. Get it because right. you know that you're going to be able to commit to the time because that, that everything we're talking about is very time related and not time related, like intensive, long periods of time, like you know, right now with Burke already sits, he sits because every time I go to feed him or I give him a treat, you know, I tell him sit and he sits and, and he'll come and every time, you know, he comes to, um, you know, I, you know, I want to call him, I have a treat for him when he comes. So he's, you know, I mean, you, you have to, like you said, get involved with a trainer that can give you some, and you can really read some good tips online as well. Um, about, you know, getting your dog. But, you know, the really advantage good, of a home. class, um, with a good, trainer who uses positive reinforcement your dog's exposed to other dogs and other people Mm -hmm. in a controlled Mm -hmm. situation and i mean i've we had karen on the show uh karen quinlan um Mm -hmm. several months ago and every dog every new dog that i get every new puppy that i get even though i've been through her classes I go back with that new puppy because you know what? Right. I still learn refinements that because right. you can't get it all in, you know, in six or eight classes. And every right. time I go back, I get another layer or a level of communication. I mean, even down to how I hold the leash, if I, you know, if I can hold the leash. Yeah, and that's not something you're going to get just reading or watching because you don't get the feedback from the instructor. It's it's kind of like trying, you can't learn to be a very high level writer by just reading books and watching Watching a video. You can get basics. No, that's a good point. You can can get pointers. But there's there are certain things you have to get from eyes on the ground, so to speak. And my, my, my final one, and I see this all the time. Toys do not replace interaction time. You see all the time people buying their dogs toy after toy after toy after toy after toy. And they take the toy and they toss it on the floor in the living room and then they're done. Yeah. Yeah. The dog doesn't necessarily want the toy. He wants you. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, he doesn't really care if you have a toy. He wants you. Yeah, kind of like your kids. Yeah, kind of like your kids. Yeah, kind of like your kids. It it all comes back to the same thing. They're a time commitment. You know, yes. Make sure because with the holiday season coming up, everybody gets all excited about getting a puppy for Christmas, or you know, um, and again, they all end up back in the shelter, and and that's you know that's not that's not what we want. We want to see people getting puppies and taking the time to realize that you know they can get with a trainer and do all these things that we're saying and um and make it a successful thing make it a very successful thing yeah because i mean a a a dog that is um obedient and allowed to be who he or she is is the most delightful companion friend part of the family that you could ever imagine for a long time, generally. I mean, not long enough, though. Yeah, not never long enough. There we Good go. Point. So, everybody out there who is getting a puppy, about to get a puppy, thinking about getting a puppy, take heed. Um, we'd love to get your feedback too. What is the yeah. Facebook page where people can post pictures of their puppies? Healthy Critters Radio. 
on Facebook, and we would love to see puppy pictures. Puppy pictures at yes, the holidays. Yes, we would. We love puppy pictures. Patty P, we'll you better picture Burke. Patty's going to get it started by putting pictures yeah. of Burke up there. Oh, I've already sent several pictures to, to Tigger today. <laughs> she was helping me teach. She was sitting on my lap. I did take a picture of him sitting on Parker's lap, but it was too dark. So don't worry. We'll have plenty of Burke pictures. We want, no we problem. Want Burke pictures. That's yeah, awesome. No well, problem. ladies, I think it's about time to wrap this show up. So, oh, before we go, a reminder. Reminder. Tune in, 3 o'clock on November 28th, Monday, Cyber Monday, <gasps> Cyber for our Monday. live show. Right. <laughs> Call in. Let's have some fun. It's the first time Patty yep. and I have ever been live on a radio, so I've hang got on the beer cutting ready. I've got it ready. <laughs> yeah. Beep. Well, you know that Tigger. So what's the number they want to call, Jennifer? It is to call on the day of the show, to call in and be on the show live. And, to, and we have about $4,000 worth of prizes. So we got, mm. and every hour on the hour, we're going to be giving away prizes. And, you, and we are giving away two prizes in our hour. Yes, you are. And those cool. prizes are three o'clock, three o'clock, three o'clock, three o'clock. Your prizes are a... My new book. Whole book. food for horses. Whole foods for horses. And a bag of Theracom for uh, holiday stress in your horse. There you go. <laughs> and the way to and enter. And they're also for dogs. And you also, have it for, also dogs. for dogs. And the, the way to enter to win that prize, as well as the others, you do not have to be there to win, is you can, eat, you can uh, call into the show at uh, 435-272-1997. Wait, slower. I'm going to give it again. 435-272-1997. And we will have that phone number on the website and on the player. So when you're listening to the show, you'll see it right there. And we're going to say it regularly during the show. Um, so fear not. Perfect. Um, you call in. All you have to do when you call in is you need to tell us what horse, fictional or real, past or present, would be your dream horse to ride. And of course, everybody's going to say Vallegro, but that's okay. <laughs> um, and tell they us who that Western, is. could be you don't know. It, well, cool. could be. It might be. They might want to ride Rugged Lark or something. Um, so yep, tell us see. who your fantasy ride is and why. Um, we'll have 10 phone lines open all day long. It doesn't matter what time you call. You're eligible for all the pol- prizes that follow. So if you if you have to work and you have to be at work at three o'clock and you can't call in during Tigger's hour and you can call in at eleven AM, you can call in at eleven AM yeah. because everybody all the prizes that are given away from eleven AM to to the end of the show, you're eligible. They all go in one big pot. And then at the end of the day, we have one giant sized prize package that we're giving away valued at over fifteen hundred dollars. Whoa. Oh, wow. That's right. And it's going to be lots of fun. We have lots of exciting and interesting guests. Joel Salatin is going to be on during the (laughs) Tigger and Patty hour, and it's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait to hear it. I haven't listened to it. I can't wait to hear it. And Allie Brock, our Olympic bronze medalist in dressage from Rio. Delightful, Allie Brock. Yep. uh, Delightful. Delightful. And our opening guests for the show this year are George Morris and oh, Christian Bush from Sugarland. So those are our two opening guests. Oh wow. Night. So that's at that's at nine AM, right? Nine AM Eastern. So everybody tune in. Um so that's what we're up to. So there we go. Awesome. Cool. There we go. Let's All right. See we'll see everybody on Monday the twenty eighth. There we go. Sounds good. Thanks for listening, everyone, and thanks to our sponsor, Biostar US. You can find them online at biostarus.com. Get the Horse Radio Network phone app on iOS or Android by searching for Horse Radio Network in the App Store. It's free and easy to use. For details about today's show, go to healthycrittersradio.com, where you can find links, photos, and more information about our guests. As always, we love your feedback. Please follow us on Facebook under Healthy Critters Radio. Be sure to visit all the great shows on Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. Love your dog. Hug your horse. Feed your chickens. Clean your litter box. Dance with your goat. Slither with your snakes. Howl at the moon. Hang with your hamster. Party with your parrot.
Bottle with your office. Outwit your otter. Cuddle your cow. Rap with your raptor. Go chipping with your chipmunks. Forgive your fox. While hedging with your hog. We also recommend that you rack with your raccoon. Gyrate with your giraffe. Meditate with a meerkat. Uber with an orangutan. Facebook with your flamingo. Ponder with your panda. Wob with your wookie. And yawn with your yak. Thank <laughs> you.